Hey everyone, welcome to part one of two of our podcast series for World No Tobacco Day. Both part one and two of this podcast series was recorded and conducted by our Zest Wellness team member and nurse, Sharon Looney. The episode starts with an introduction of our guest, then the content of the episode is followed. Before we indeed do get into the episode, have you heard of our Zest Wellness website? You can find out more information by visiting www.zestwellnesscgi.com. There, you will find references to our blog and even our social media, such as Facebook and Instagram. That said, here's our episode. I'd like to welcome all our listeners to our tobacco-free edition of our podcast series. So today we've invited um, Janice, who is a qualified quit coach. So she is going to guide us in a two-part series um, for quitting smoking. Part one will be for the people that are thinking about quitting. So you're not quite there yet, and Janice will walk through those kind of things, tips and tricks that are going to help you. Part two of this podcast will be those that have already decided to quit. Tips and tricks for those people that are either in the process or they've tried to quit before. So we've tried to separate it into two parts. Um, without further ado, I'll allow our quit coach to introduce herself. Yeah, thank you, Sharon. Um, yeah, my name is Janice Burgess or JB Quit Coach. And I'm a clinical pharmacist and a certified health coach, but most importantly, I'm a quit smoking coach. Great. Um, so yeah, we're delighted to have your expertise here today. Um, so we'd just like to remind everyone that um, May 31st is the World Health Organization's Tobacco-Free Day. And a lot of us are at home right now, and we've been surrounded by COVID, lung health and respiratory health. And in general, our health and well-being has never been so pertinent. So um, let's start off with the basics. Why should someone quit smoking? Well, right now with COVID, um, it's especially important because it helps build our immunity. It gives us a big immunity boost at a time when people who are doing less well with COVID are those that um, have compromised lung function. So that would be smokers or people with asthma or COPD or other conditions. And so it is especially important right now. But there's benefits to quitting in every situation. Uh, people don't always know that whatever, whatever they're experiencing in their health might be linked to their smoking. Um, and really that's part of my job is to help them draw those lines between their smoking and what might be going on with their health. Um, it could be something as simple as having trouble sleeping. Well, it could be their smoking. Um, maybe they get a lot of sinus infections. It could be their smoking. So those, there are benefits in basically every situation. 
Wow, that's really insightful. I love that you touched on, you know, boosting your immunity, that smoking lowers your immunity. You touched on the health benefits. And as we all know, um, it's an accepted fact that smoking is linked to higher blood pressure and clogging our arteries, so on and so forth. So that's kind of most people know that. So it's it's really good to highlight that. But um, sleeping, helping us sleep better is a really good point. So I suppose um, when should someone decide to quit? Is there ever a good time to quit smoking? Um, there's really no uh, perfect time. <laughs> there's always going to be something that might come up for people. Um, it doesn't have to take a long time either, though. But the more you prepare, the more likely you will be to stay quit. And that doesn't mean it has to take days or months, but rather just sitting down and hashing out a personalized quit plan can take just an hour or maybe two and making sure you have a plan to stay on track. And that might only take about, you know, a half an hour or so. It's really just thinking it through. It's different for everyone, but just knowing that when you design your own personalized quit plan, it's more likely to be successful. Really cool. So you really mentioned the individual design. So someone who's at the stage, they're thinking about quitting um, you're kind of suggesting that they design maybe their personal reasons for quitting. Um, so be it that they don't want it to affect their children or they might want to start running again and improve their lung function. So mm. um, spending, you would recommend maybe sitting down with a basic pen and paper. That's all that people need right now and write down the reasons why and setting a time to start. That's a really good tip. Um, you mentioned it doesn't necessarily um, take that long, which is something, you know, we're all pressed for time. There's, you know, trying to figure out the COVID situation, working from home. So setting aside an hour is a tip that you would give people that are on the fence right now to just consider it. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, basically, as a quick coach, what I do is I kind of help instill some confidence where there might be some uncertainty. And if people have tried to quit in the past and they they even quit for uh, a while and then went back to it, um, they might have lost some of their confidence along the way. And so, yeah, so basically sometimes thinking about what didn't work in the past, though, and implementing that into your new quit plan um, will help you stay on track. It, it'll help you do better the next time around. And I've been doing this for a really long time. So there's always something um, that I can, an idea or something that I can share with uh, my clients. No two quit plans are identical. Um, there mm. might be some similarities, but no two are the same. That's really, really helpful. Highlighting what didn't work in the past, maybe incorporating that back into the new strategy. Um, and you also highlighted like, yes, um, I guess we've all heard like stories of, you know, people that have just decided to quit by themselves. But it's really uh, a good point that you can get help from, you know, a personal quit coach. And um, people can also speak to their local pharmacists and their local healthcare provider, be it their doctor or physician as well. And um, so, yeah, that's sometimes it does take a, a collaborative approach, I think is fair. If you know someone that is smoking right now and you're worried about their health, be it a parent or a sibling or just a, a friend or a loved one, um, 
how, how can you help someone quit? How, you know, we kind of feel like we want to change people's minds. You know, smoking's bad. Please don't do it. But is there a way that we can actually help people quit? Mm. You know, there's tons of ways we can help actually or increase the odds of someone successfully quitting. But it's good to know why they smoke. Sometimes they don't think about that and then develop some strategies around that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to discuss cravings and triggers and how to mm-hmm. plan those. Um, it's good to chat about any concerns they might have about quitting. So just as there's good reasons to quit, there might be a few bad reasons that are lingering about for this person. Um, okay. And there are literally tons of tricks and tools and tactics that I can provide that will assist people um, in other areas of their life as well. I, I firmly believe in deep breathing and to help with cravings and, and meditation. If the person really likes meditation, um, we incorporate that into their quit plan. There are lots of, lots of really cool tricks and tools that if, um, if someone likes those things, they can be very helpful. Great. And I suppose just a side note to mention that, um, you know, these services can be available virtually as well. Um, Mm -hmm. It's really, really cool. Um, Vaping, um, as as I'm involved in the health screening in the Caribbean islands, some of the kind of frequently asked questions like, should I give up vaping was a question that came up. Um, I know the answer as a nurse, but I'd like you just to share um, your thoughts as a quit coach. Do you have people that quit vaping um, as your clients or what your say on vaping would be? Well, um, vaping was, of course, uh, promoted as a way to quit smoking, but I never recommend vaping as a way to quit. For one thing, I have not met one single person who has been able to successfully quit smoking by vaping, and they're usually doing both. They're usually vaping and smoking at the same time. Um, There's just so much we don't know about what's in the e-juice. That's the the liquid that goes into the e-cigs. there uh, is fewer chemicals than what's in a lit cigarette, that's for sure. But is it safe on the long term? And we just don't know. Sometimes it's the flavorings um, that people are inhaling that can cause irritation to the lungs um, and irreversible lung damage. So there, so it's not always the nicotine that's in there. Um, they are being often used as startup devices for in young people. And they're not even aware that there's nicotine in the e-juice. And so they're getting addicted and not even knowing what they're putting into their body. So it's a slippery slope. Um, I actually tell people that um, really inhaling anything into your lungs is not really a safe procedure. Um, I mean, I know people use inhalers for asthma and COPD, but um, yeah. That's common if you continue to smoke or vape to to actually be inflicted with asthma or COPD. And so and we're seeing um, with in young people, we're seeing more cases of reduced lung function in people who are vaping um, at, at a younger age, even than those that are smoking. So it it's just the Wild West. I never recommend it. Um, and yes, if they can quit vaping as well, that would be a huge, huge benefit to their lungs. Amazing. Yeah. So bottom line, if you don't vape, don't start. Um, 
as you said, it is recommended or it was recommended as a way to promote smoking cessation. But as an experienced quit coach yourself, that you have seen better success using the methods that you promote in terms of, um, you know, your quit coach program, looking at your whys, why do you smoke, looking at your challenges, deciding on a time to quit and getting that support if you feel you need it. So um, would you like to add anything more? Like what would you say to someone who's completely on the fence today listening? You know, they, they know there's good and bad about smoking cessation or quitting smoking, but what would you say to them to help them decide to quit smoking? Uh, I think probably the best way to jump off the fence and go for it is to start changing your thinking. Um, Being more mindful about your smoking just makes you more aware of the damage it's doing to your body. And um, I guess changing your thinking, knowing that you can do this and getting as much information and support as you can. That's really, really helpful. And I think the key is reaching out for help and getting support if you need it. I like being mindful as well, because sometimes, you know, smoking is a habit. So is like snacking on unhealthy foods, for example. So, yeah, we can all kind of get lost in our habits. But if we decide just to be mindful as a first step, that that can actually help in our decision making. So that is really good to start off with the decision-making and thinking about quitting. So I'll let that be the end of our part one series for quit smoking. And we're going to follow up with a part two. So part two is going to be for people that have maybe started the process. They have maybe quit before or they're, you know, they've decided today that they're going to quit. So Great, we are going to take a pause and move on to part two.